0: This is CliffCentral.com 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com Good afternoon, everyone. It's one o'clock on the dots, and man, it's a beautiful day in studio. It's a beautiful, sunny day. I've got amazing guests in studio with us, man. We're talking about a topic I love. And today's topic, themed by our, by our amazing producer. Producer, say hi to everyone before we theme the day. Hi,
1: everyone.
0: Why are you looking so nice? What, what's different? Is it the it's eyelashes? 30. But, it's
1: 30. It's the oh, new yeah? age.
0: 30 is <laughs> the new 20, they say. <laughs> uh, today's topic is um, the importance of marketing. Um, of marketing for your business and, they, and 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 you know as an sme myself we tend to take things like marketing marketing strategy developing unique selling propositions brand um positioning and all that that all that hoo ha we take it for granted we tend to think that things like advertising and all that stuff should only be left for the corporates but we forget that these are the same corporates that we want to these are the same large corporates that we'd like to be in the next couple of years or whatever the case may be so today is a beautiful day and I've got three amazing guests in the studio I think before I jump into the intro, I'm going to give them an opportunity to just introduce who they are and what they do Feel free to pull the mic closer to you for comfortability uh, Zizu, you You're going to go ahead and start took the I took the vibe from
2: you today hey? Alright, I'm back on it you're going to start with me? Yes,
0: yes, ma'am. Okay. Just please introduce yourself So and tell t- us you today
2: are. I'm here in the capacity as a projects and PR manager at Dandelion Breeze. So my name is Zizo Chwete and I am the other half to Medina's awesome half on her side as well.
3: <laughs> oh, my name is Medina Harvey. I'm the MD and founder of Dandelion Breeze. Thank you for having us. Um, really, we are an SME that... Does a lot of marketing, a lot of branding, everything that we're going to chat to you about today So we'll share that as we get into the show
0: Thank you so much
3: sir.
4: Um, and my name is Lewamu I'm the founder and CEO of Lamoc Group We're actually a township-based group of companies um, We specialize in shopping center marketing
0: Award-winning, why don't you ever throw that in? <laughs> Award-winning <laughs> 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 du- 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 Okay <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, 360 beers today and the Tuesday, we're talking about the importance of marketing for businesses the heart of your business lies in the success of its marketing. Most aspects of your business depend on the su- on successful marketing. Marketing is a process by which a product or service is introduced or promoted to potential customers. Without marketing your business may, without marketing your business may offer the best products or services in your industry, but none of your potential customers will be able to know it. Marketing is one of the most important things a business can do. Not only does it build brand awareness, but it can also increase sales grow your business i think i need to increase i think i need to go back to that last part it can increase sales because sales is the lifeline of every business grow your businesses and engage customers Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna shoot from the hip i didn't read the whole thing but i'm just gonna shoot from the hip and then just jumping into this particular conversation because the conversation i love the most do you find that a lot of entrepreneurs Lebohang, take marketing um seriously is it something they're willing to pay for you know
4: Okay, so when we started our agency, we were focusing on SMEs, and truth be told, it was a struggle because, you know, you they want to pay a rand for a million rand of worth of value and when we went into this conversation further, we realized that they didn't really take into consideration what marketing really is and I think at some point, it's our fault as well as marketers or rather other affluent entrepreneurs because we only say marketing is important but we never go deep into the issue. Rather saying, let's just say, if we just say um marketing is is important, then a person will just take what they know, which is for basically, let's say, flyers. Mm. And for them, marketing is flyers. And they will just go and dish out flyers without first understanding components of who are your market, where mm. do they reside, how do you get a hold of them, all these things. So I think it the 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 issue is not necessarily with the smmes themselves but also the people that have conversations around marketing do we really go into the principles of marketing or do we just talk borderline stuff
0: sure so i mean what 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 inspired the company Lamar Group Yeah, Lamar Group What inspired <laughs> Lamar Group I've seen it there and there What inspired the company yeah. And I think another thing Just just as part of the hearty side of the story Why is it in the township? I mean, I think yeah. it's in Mamelodi or Soshanguwe in yeah. Pretoria Why is it in Soshanguwe?
4: Okay, so <coughs> It's always controversial to say these things So, <laughs> um, disclaimer Just putting it out there um, So, I used to work for an agency Obviously, I can not name it Based this mm-hmm. side of town and one of the things that used to irritate me, um, we, our biggest client was a telecommunications company. Mm-hmm. One of the things that used to irritate me, because I was born and raised in a township, they would go to the township and do an activation, put on a t-shirt, a logo on the t-shirt and say, here's a freebie, buy our SIM card and mm. you get this thing. And it always always undermined people from the township saying that they put everyone in this group to say everyone in the township is poor. And I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. like, N- not really. The percentage that is priced probably less than 10% out of the whole thing. You still, you have people driving million rent cars in the township. Mm. They just choose to live in the township. Doesn't talk to their affordability mm. or how affluent they are. You know, so one of the things that I, I was very irritated about that. So I left and I, I left when they offered me shareholding in the business. I was like, hmm, is this a business that I want to be mm. in, especially because of the principles they stood for? Mm. So I left. And I went back to Sochanguve and one of my biggest issues that I had as well is that at that time there were said, it was said that the success of a business is smoke and mirrors. So if I have offices in Assampton, <laughs> I'm seen as this beautiful business, you know? Mm, and I was mm. like, no, I'm going to put it in Sochanguve, but I'm going to compete with the same agencies in the same boardrooms and win the deal. Mm. And it was not easy. I won't lie and I won't, I won't say that I won every deal. It's only now that we're getting, um, People are getting to know more about us, and we also have have dwelled into a much more crisp methodology rather at the beginning it didn 't have a methodology, so we're just going <laughs> for everything then we specialized in shopping center marketing, one of the um, property groups took um, interest in us and they just gave us opportunities and we just no, grew nice. in that you know, so I went into the township mainly number one because I hated how agencies. Um, depicted the township market. Number two, also, um, to just give birth to a new kind of entrepreneur that your success is not necessarily based on the smoke
0: and mirrors around you, mm-hmm. but rather mm-hmm. the value mm-hmm. that you
4: bring, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah.
0: So, Medina, I mean, you look 18. How long have you been in business? For, okay? <laughs> Gee,
3: I've been in business for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, initially, I'm from Zimbabwe, from Uncle Bob's place, <laughs> and, um, I've been here since, oh, I think that's really gonna give my age away. But since nineteen eighty nine Stumbled in was still a very, very young Individual yes. and also like yourself, I mean, I ended up in agency work. Mm. So I was at a big ad agency and started from the bottom. And I always sing that song to the young entrepreneurs <laughs> started from the bottom, now we're here. Because, like yes, it took a lot, you sure. know, um, learning the background of advertising. I also worked in one of the very big accounts, which was um, the Vodacom account. So there was a lot of learnings. I think the basics was great moved from there and joined uh, a young gentleman in music. So it was a lot of music sponsorship. And from music sponsorships, we tapped into the credibility of young artists, you know, and ambassadors. But that's where a lot of branding and coming back to what we're talking about started. We started Dandelion Breeze. Dandelion Breeze, if you look at the dandelion, it's the flower. It sows the seed of Sustenance and it's about transformation And I just felt with all that I'd learnt in the advertising World, how was I going to Give back and tap into young Entrepreneurs Mm. to give them An opportunity to have a business within A business, Mm. because if you look at business Today, people look at an individual And they don't believe that the big budgets could go To an individual, it goes to the Big corporates, you know, to the bigger agencies And I was, how do we take a group Of entrepreneurs with different Skill sets And pull them together under one umbrella So that they can have a business within a business Hmm. And that's how the company actually started developing
0: So I mean, how does that whole entire process work out? Do you find it to be too administrative? Or what sort of of entrepreneurs or young individuals do you guys scout out?
3: Okay, I think that's actually bringing it back to basics Hmm. Because if you think about it The overheads of a bigger agency is huge Now, what we did is One of the biggest clients we had was Edcon And within the Edcon spaces I mean, there's a number of brands And if you look at all those brands I mentioned earlier Tapping into the credibility of ambassadors So we got to connect with many ambassadors Who we built a relationship with And relationships are built on values Mm. What are your values? If your values are aligned And the sky's the limit So the likes of Zizel Who's in the studio now with us I mean there's Andiswa There's Sharice, There's a number of young girls That are coming onto the space now Like Caitlin Like Ashley Like Chantel And all these skills From graphic To PR To just basic business admin And all the advertising elements So they're all unique in what they do And it's bringing these skill sets together to create anything and everything that a bigger agency delivers. Wow,
0: wow, well, shout out. So Zizo, I mean what does your title I mean a dandelion dandelion dandelion? dandelion, Dandelion. dandelion. <laughs> dandelion. Hey, Paloma Township Boy. So nice. I'm kidding man. So I mean what does it entail?
2: I suppose I, I could have the title, but just the way we work yes, is as yes. a team uh, It's more sort of just to give you an idea Of what I would be heading up as a division in the space But not necessarily that I am the only person who works in that division So when we look at projects and PR um, execution And being the executive of that space uh, What is the PR elements that entailed in a particular project? How do we profile it? Like, So you would do that PR for um, molds and that kind of thing So depending on what the kind of brand is that we're working on so All the elements around that And in terms of the project the logistics from Beginning to end how do we service the client Have we understood what it is that they want To achieve what value do we Believe we can bring to the table because one of our Methods is also uh, yes this is What you've briefed into us this is what We think we could do a little Bit in terms of elevating what you've brought to Us and that's what the importance is of Collaborating because one of the Reasons or one of the things we look at when we identify Who we'd like to work with is Clients who are open to receive our ideas. What works really well in Dandelion Breeze is the combination of the maturity and experience and the innovation of the young people because often people are on polar opposites, so the innovators and then the the deciders sort of like oh no, I'm a little bit more traditional, I'm too nervous to step into that territory because I don't really know it too well. Or you get the opposite of that who says "Uh, there's not too much excitement in this thing, it's so traditional. So when you bring those ideas and that thinking together for us as a team at Dandelion Breeze. It certainly has helped us to carve A space for ourselves um, In the branding world for sure
0: I mean a lot of us know you as a media personality right.
2: PR, marketing,
0: when did it start? When did the journey start? <laughs>
2: And this is exa- exactly the thing the, the, That Part Of life can be limited and there's a time Frame to that mm. and I got drawn More and more into the energy of the branding Space because it's lasting solutions That you can look back at a project and Be like "Yo, I was a part of that um, And in terms of the experience That I had over a decade In entertainment I know how things Work on the other side I know mm. how to hustle To get more <laughs> buck for a client um, I know sort of the tricks And tips that you can use to get more value on Something uh, we are definitely well Connected with key players in the space and so it really has been a space of identifying who or, or what your strengths are, what can we do together as a team, and ultimately. Execute better than what the client envisioned. So uh, Medina is a fierce leader who, firstly, she drills us. <laughs> when it's playtime, it's playtime. When it's work time, it's work time. It's really awesome to be in a space where you can one collaborate with someone who has as much experience as she does, but also step into the space of having her be a mentor in the spaces that we do need. Because uh, as a young entrepreneur, like she says, to stand on your own, just as Zizo eh, who most people would say is just a fill in the blank, TV Mm. presenter or radio Mm. presenter, et cetera. Mm. Being in a space like this gives you credibility where you can collaborate with other entrepreneurs and say, this is the equity that we have in the space and I get to be a part of that team. Super cool.
0: So I mean I'm just going to take off From what Medina mentioned sure. One of the key words She mentioned values Yes And how it is important To utilize values And who you choose mm. Who you work with I mean how How important is values In this particular space Oh
2: it's the cornerstone Of our business Because mm. um, If you don't find people Who equally respect What you bring to the table As as you respect What they bring to the table You are going to have A lopsided relationship And that's the reason Why it's important To get into spaces Of partnership Is because no. No One person or no one entity knows Everything that's why we tap into people's Strengths um, and so if the values Are not aligned we're not going to be Dragging you kicking and screaming to give us Business that's not the kind of space that we want To be in mm. it needs to float is That to say that there aren't going to be Teething challenges in the relationship Of course not they will be with any space um, And so how open are you to Assess as we're going what's working What's not working what do we tweak how can we Make this better that's definitely More what we look for because because that's a partnership versus uh, you will do this And if we know it's not going to work We're forced to do that because we are Inverted commas, the agency There's been spaces where we've had to walk away from Or rather have chosen to walk away from work Because the values were not aligned When Dandelion Breeze's name is on that project We want to be proud of it Not only just today But forever when we look back and say Sure, we mm-hmm. were part of that exciting project And so yeah, to answer your question, values are a cornerstone of how we decide who we will or will not collaborate with.
0: So, I mean, Lebu, just on the same topic, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, as an SME myself, I found myself many years ago having to prostitute myself <laughs> for, for, for different brands and different yeah. products and to sell myself cheap. How important really is this subject? And do you think a lot of SME are utilizing values as, as a mm-hmm. way of seeking out clients and also repelling them off?
4: I think the biggest challenge would be, um, it becomes a, a money issue in the beginning mm. because obviously mm. you need to meet overheads and expenses. So you find yourself doing those odd jobs that you really do not want to do. Yeah. Um, so I, in, on, in my opinion, when you do it in that sense, it has nothing really to do with values, but more. And it's actually, okay. No, let me put it this way. It is on the importance of the value of growth. For mm-hmm. example, in your business, that you allow yourself to do that. But once it gets to, to a point where your business is sustainable now and you keep on doing it, that's when for me it becomes a huge issue. So, um, having an understanding, I was listening to a live, um, video on Facebook as I was coming here, a group of other in- township entrepreneurs, but they in the student accommodation space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're very successful. So they're having a conversation, a whole hour conversation on a live video about how, um, township entrepreneurs need to get to a point where they understand their why. Mm-hmm. Why did you start? Mm-hmm. And I think the bottom line or the, the basis of each value that you live by is why do I do something? Why mm-hmm. am I, am I in this thing? And once you understand that, then the money issue also subsides a bit. Right. Once you get to a sustainable level, I guess. That's why we actually took on the sense of saying um so, uh, shopping center, marketing only. Mm. You come in, even if it's a 10 million, million project, it's hard to say no. But we do say no. Mm. Because I, I actually understand what they where they're coming from. Because I've had clients where you're sitting in that boardroom and like, dude, I do not believe in what mm-hmm. you want to do. And you, you literally had to walk away. It was not nice. You needed to meet targets at the end of the month, mm-hmm. but you walk away because at the end of the day, it's a brand that you're building. That's right. Um, as much as you build other people's brands, you also have a brand. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's where I think the, the, the case in, the case in point needs to lie.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just on the topic, I mean, what do you think? Have you had to turn away a guest because they weren't really aligned
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> Don't mention any names. <laughs>
1: No, but I ha- there, there has been instances where you had to turn down business because of um, um. I mean, I ha- I had a situation in my business where uh I was doing I tried to do PR for somebody who ended up being a scam artist. You know. Sure but then through and through the conversations then you realize that this is this is actually not aligned with what i want to achieve for my business you know so it was a small project it was like a 13000 rand project but then at the end of the day i had to turn it down because mm-hmm. i felt like this is it's just too shady there's just so many things that you don't know what's happening in the background you know and then for the the the, the mere fact that i had to protect my brand I had to turn that down. So it happens. And and it's actually, it's better to turn it down and have your credibility intact. Mm. And then more business will come your way that aligns with what you believe in and your Mm. brand value.
0: So I think just on this topic, the main topic for the day, marketing as being an essential component Mm. in building your business. How important is this marketing thing? Because, I mean, as an SMME, marketing is flyers, man. I mean, someone, <laughs> someone needs to tell me otherwise. Marketing is showing up with branded water, and they see me with a branded jacket. Well, what is this and brand? <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so where do we start? I mean, leaders, guys. Where do we start? Do we start by talking about what marketing is, what a strategy is, or talking about what a brand is? Medina? I
3: think, you know, exactly coming back to, like um, Lebohang said, it's about the why. First, why are you in it? Mm. And when you understand why you're in it, it's about having a plan. And within a plan, that's how you can identify what you really want to achieve. Because when you have an understanding and you have a roadmap to follow, then you know where you're going. And it's measurable. We are, if you look at SMEs, and I can talk from way back, you know, from an experience perspective. We're like a broken down vehicle, a mechanic that can't fix his own car. So you out there and you're fixing it for everybody else because that's what we're positioning ourselves as but you're not fixing your own hmm. but as soon as you get to learn this so the answer for young entrepreneurs you know that are out there from a marketing and branding perspective is absolutely how are you marketing yourself hmm. and with dandelion breeze what i found really really worked was aligning ourselves with Different coaching sessions So being taught You know, being part of the J.T. Fox organization Getting a business coach on board To actually understand What is it that the team of entrepreneurs Mm. Want to Mm. achieve out of this Mm. And how do we step back Mm. And like you say, years ago it was flyers Today it's all about digital marketing Mm. it's about social you know marketing how aligned are you because what you would achieve on a flyer years ago I mean you can achieve via Instagram you can achieve on Facebook Mm. so how are you aligning yourself to the current trend and I think that's the route to go
1: and, um, yes, yes, I
3: would ask what are, so for, for entrepreneurs
1: out there who, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got a saloon. I'm say, oh, oh, let's say I'm selling clothes. Mm. You know, there's so many Instagram boutiques. You know, I want to sell my clothes and I go online and I post pictures. Is there a right way of doing it? Is there a wrong way of doing it? And, um, cause I know there are people that would like to, would say, WhatsApp me for the price, mm. you know? Is that the good way to do it? Is that the wrong way of doing it? You know, how? what are the best ways of market, of using social
3: media to market your business? Well, I would think that professionalism is important mm. because you have one chance at it. And if I'm going to see just a WhatsApp that's not professional, it gives me, it's an image of you. So how well are you branding yourself? So even if it's simplicity, you know, I would still make sure that it's professional, In Mm -hmm. the way I actually do it Mm -hmm. And I mean you don't need a lot of money to do that If you look at technology today I mean so many young entrepreneurs are self-taught You can actually create something that looks presentable Mm -hmm. And then yes when funding comes your way Or as you grow You can start bettering how you actually present yourself But I think it's about integrity And it's about how do you want to position you Because it must be authentic in the same way Either way, it's got to be mm. authentic I mm. think if I Because sometimes
2: you have to Put yourself in the position Of the person yes. on the receiving end of it If you were the customer I will get very antsy If you're not playing open cards with mm. me Why sure. must I still DM you mm. When already this is the sure. platform That you first used To attract mm. my attention mm. Now that here you've got my attention I must still use a different way to That's almost like saying I must send An email at a different <laughs> user That's got nothing to do with Cliff Central mm. And then I'm like Why am I sending an email to t- At trees, what? So so just be open and frank And clear about what your communication is Because if that dress Is ten rand, it's going to be ten rand Whether you tell me privately on my DM Or you put it up online So I, I think people shouldn't be Afraid to have those frank conversations The same way if you go into a store The price is on there, they're not going to surprise You when you get to the till, that oh Sorry, this is what you're going to pay for this So probably the most Uh, Transparent where you can be Is going to be the best way Because then your customers feel at ease That there's nothing Mm. to hide There isn't a scam going on here And testimonials Testimonials mm. You mm. can say you can do one thing But what is there to back it up And from people who are credible Don't Yes, your mom and aunt and uh, That's great That those can be the people Who can support what you're saying But in terms of the other professionals Who are like-minded Or the Let's say um, Some of the testimonials we would have Would be from the MD of Kaya FM So he's reputable If Greg Maloka says mm. Dandelion Breeze knows how to do something You can take his word for it So get credible people to back up What it is that you're saying you can do And make sure that you don't Over promise and under deliver If you say you're going to do something Do it It goes back to the credibility that you're trying to establish Absolutely. It takes one Wrong mistake for you to bring it All crumbling down Be consistent in your transparency
4: And on my side Um I think is that so i 've had experience of um, mentoring someone who started an online boutique. Mm. And one of the things I always say to them: marketing does not solve business case problems, mm-hmm. yeah. because often at times the business model in itself is wrong. Right. And so they want to go into social media and put up this whole big budget in terms of boosting posts mm. and mm. a whole delving into a whole strategy. And when it doesn't work, it's like, ah, Liv, you see, your stuff doesn't work. Mm. My problem, is, the problem is, you're selling the same thing mm. as all these 700 other boutiques. Oh, yeah. Your positioning is the same. They do, literally do that. WhatsApp me mm. for the price. All of them do the same thing. And, you know, the one thing about digital marketing, what has transpired, especially what we've seen in the retail space, mm. is that people are looking for transparency. That's right. Absolutely. In all forms. You know, so uh, that whole notion of saying, I won't put my pricing on your website because, on my website because competitors will see. Mm. I, I feel like it's not in void. It doesn't work anymore. You know, yeah. make me, the the reason why people are on your page, they're looking for something. Mm. Make them out. So there's a journey. People go online to find, to find, to research what they're looking for. Then they make the decision to, with whom to use. Now, if your shopping experience is tedious mm. and just waste time, you're going to lose customers, irrespective of the marketing. Mm. You know, so I think certain times before you even get into the marketing strategy, can we really have a conversation about the business case in itself? Because it does not solve those problems.
2: I think also if, because not everything is going to be digital marketing, some of it for sure is in that space, but I've found that from our experience, we've Typically, had lots more success over a lifestyle sell. Mm. That's engaging you in different forms. It's not just on your device, it's creating experiences that you can have with the brand or the service that someone can say, I've touched and felt this, and smelt this, and tasted sure. it, etc. And I can, you then become almost an, uh, an advocate for it or an ambassador for it because you've had a personal experience. So you've got to explore the different ways in which it will work best for your business. If the audience that you're speaking to is not online, because some audiences actually are not online, you need to know how do I speak to those people in a way that they can hear what I'm saying, in a way that's going to convert either a sale or whatever it is for me. Um, so so there 's different different ways to look at it, depending on one who the client is, who the audience is, and you 've got to be open and flexible to customize your communication to them mm-hmm. otherwise if you 're speaking at people and not with them or to them you 're missing them
0: yeah, I mean, I think you touched on something which which I was thinking about the other day. You know, we are in this digital age, um, fourth industrial revolution, mm. artificial intelligence. Mm. And I think on the back of what uh, Lebo was saying now that we boost posts, but not understanding what the model is all about and the market. Do you think, according to your perspective, South Africa is a country? I think, I mean, this whole hoo-ha around digital marketing has it has it reached over 50% of the people or is it just a small group in (laughs) Sandton or in Houghton that is just utilizing this digital marketing because I've often Um, wondered because for years um, you would hear a great um, innovation hitting the country but it would take five six years to hit the township or whatever the case so are we reaching where we need to with digital marketing or like Zizo said we still need to supplement it with traditional marketing antics.
3: Well, I would second what Disa said, you know, because especially we can only speak from our experience, you know, and we do a lot of stuff that's urban. You know, if I go back and I think of what we did even with Varsity Cup and with Legit and going into different townships, you know, into real small spaces, you know, where there isn't a lot of customers, you know, and it's very... Tapping into individuals, you know, and really getting people to experience what the brand has to offer. Mm. A lot of those people were not on the digital spaces. So it's what will we be bringing to them? And they connected with community radio. They connected with being online with us. They connected with us handing out flyers in store. So, yes, I think it needs a little bit of all, And then again, it depends on. The product. I mean, if the product is high end and if the customer that you're talking to is high end, then I agree they have all the digital platforms, then you're going to work on it in a different format. So it all just depends on the product, what it is you want to achieve, if it's experiential, if it's digital. So you've got to be open. It's not just one set way.
4: Um, Okay, so I'm going to use an example. Black Friday, 2017. (laughs) (laughs) Can you put hashtag (laughs) H? Black Friday, 2017. So obviously, like I say, we do shopping centers. So we run a lot of campaigns throughout that period. But what was amazing two weeks later they they released the report. of mm. uh, I'm scared of naming names. Don't name yeah. names. Yeah. So Never that e commerce website with the blue and the white mm. did more sales in an hour than our malls combined.
2: Right. Mm.
4: It was crazy. Yeah. Exactly. It was mm. crazy. So digital has that. a footprint. Yeah. Yes. I don't mm. wanna lie about that. Mm. But at the same time it cannot be a standalone element. Mm. Yeah. It cannot. We have to look at touch points. Of each customer For example, one shopping center has a Tembisa market, it's a commuter market They mm-hmm. use taxis mm-hmm. What are the various touch points until they get to the mall So that they make their decisions while in transit So right. when they get to the mall It's a simple transactional issue So you can't just run a digital campaign mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. You know, so digital has its place mm-hmm. But it cannot stand on its own mm-hmm. That's my view.
0: So yeah. so here's my thing I was having a conversation with Jens with the other day so this is what the gens say they say that Ford obviously Ford has to advertise man it's <laughs> below the line income whatever whatever brackets and whatever the cases Ford has to advertise x, x x vehicles has to advertise and then the one gen turns and he says have you ever seen a Bentley knew or it. a Lamborghini being advertised. <laughs> you don't advertise that thing. You just walk into the shop and you buy that thing. Right. How true is?
2: This? <laughs> I was going to say a different car, but that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> How true is this?
3: It's not true. I think it's actually you know you hit the nail on the head. I mean it, mm. it, it it's true. But again, we came to different markets. Mm. If you think when we chatted about it earlier and we shared if we were going to urban, if we were going to centre, where are we going to? Mm. And if you look at a Bentley Like you've shared I mean The person that's going to purchase a Bentley I mean he's knows that popular. He it. knows
0: exactly
2: where to find it <laughs> He doesn't need to
3: be told And he's going to walk in And he's going to get it
2: <laughs> Yeah I, I, I second that part Because I think They They essentially Would have created A very niche Kind of marketing yeah. So they probably Identify you And work it backwards Absolutely. As it were um, So for them to bombard it In your face It takes away that Element of exclusivity around it, so yeah, you're looking at me in disagreement. I'm just waiting no. for the
0: point. Sure.
4: Okay, sorry. sorry. No, no, the reason why I disagree is because. um you look at your so when we're talking about advertising we're not necessarily saying they're not as hectic as Ford you're just talking about the element of advertising right so you look at movies like James Bond yes you see those cars there so yes. there's a different kind of advertising it's mm. product placement mm. you see your celebrities your sommies whenever they go to events mm. and it's mm. written on the side So is it driven by You know, Mm, those kind mm. of things, you know, so they do advertise. It's just a different kind of advertising as opposed to what Ford would do. So I. I know that notion everyone says it even my friends in the (laughs) township. yeah Lamborghini because people who afford Lamborghinis don't watch Mm. television that's why you know everyone says that Mm. everyone does say that but I I I tend to disagree with the fact that they don't they do not market because even the notion of exclusivity I have my own opinions on that that is no longer a thing Mm -hmm. because you know it's like Louis Vuitton it's no longer exclusive guys because the small street you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say oh that, that you, you might find that that is not what they wanted yes. necessarily for their brand. Mm. Exactly. Or they are also, uh, you know, these mm. Italian brands that you can't even mention that you see these aunties in Hyde Park wearing, and you know that's money. <laughs> and you just, you know, it's it's not as flashy or doesn't come across that way. That if you have this particular item, you've arrived. Mm. Because also remember, the way we communicate changes, culture changes. Who the Influences are changes So like the hip-hop lifestyle Music plays a huge mm. part sure. In how you might have Traditionally positioned things Yeah, And then life happens And then you got to readjust mm. Mm. Because I, I, I can almost guarantee That, you know, the marketers at, at LV Are not feeling the small street <laughs> connect For sure. their brand Because that's not how they envisioned it sure. So it, I think it's going to go back to You know, being flexible and adaptable To what's currently happening And how do we position it Same way like, I mean, so uh, with Diddy and his vodka. Hmm. Let's avoid mentioning the brand mm. because mm. Diddy. Got behind it That's why it made yeah. so much mm. sense mm. Whereas it's not like We weren't seeing Those brands before You just looked mm. at it And you walked past it mm. It became relevant Because of the voice That supported it And that's why uh, You can't avoid The conversation of influencers, Stroke Ambassadors Stroke Whatever sure. you name the term sure. Of the person who supports Or adds their voice to it Because James Bond Sold us the Maseratis sure. You know what I mean Like that's A different way Of getting it across
1: but it is still marketing in whichever form yeah I think you raise you raise a very important um, point that I want to touch on influencer marketing. Mm. How important is influencer marketing for brands because um, I know of a big brand that now feels that um, the types of influences that that you know what you can get someone who's you know a very high end uh, influencer celebrity But then might not be right For your brand So how yeah. how important is influencer marketing?
2: Okay mm, My personal feeling on that is Because one of our key words Is lifestyle conversion mm. If it is authentic To what you typically would be Spending your money on As an influencer That is a real sell For me on the receiving end of it I would not expect someone who buys Ex-brands to suddenly be speaking to me at a different level altogether as though I have not seen them go to those shops myself. And I'm <laughs> like, I going <laughs> to hear this is just an exchange of Shop. money and you, you throwing it at me yeah. versus if it is something you would actually engage with mm. and use and mm. buy in your own life. <laughs> it's going to come back to the values of it. How transparent? How authentic? How real is it? And people are not stupid. Consumers are—they're very informed, and they know, and they can challenge you. And you know what it's like with the twitters and the that. Yep. enough. <laughs> you said to us you use this thing, but I saw you at the gym using such and such or whatever. So, so if you engage agencies who are credible and really stand for what they stand for when they suggest ambassadors and influencers they are going to bring you the people who really resonate with your brand and not just because so and so has let's say seven million followers on twitter Mm. because that means nothing to the long-term conversion yes people have seen it but how real of a sell is that
3: you see Yeah.
4: yeah Just
3: reiterating what Jesus yeah. said, it comes down to value, and that 's where we started in the beginning. What is the value of the company, mm. the agency, the product, the client and your marketing should be in line with your values. And as long as you're in line with your values, that's when you're going to truly be authentic. So coming back to your question on the influencer and reiterating what Zizo said, Mm. if you are authentic to yourself, to your brand, to your SME, and to what you're positioning the influencer to do, Mm. then it will be as easy as pie because it will be natural for that influencer to actually put your brand out there because it's, the true essence of who they are It's like think about this
2: Budadani, Yes. How do you choose what movie you go and watch Your homie told you Yo dog You gotta see that And the reason I'm putting it is that That's yeah. typically how you guys would speak yeah. Because now he's speaking from a point of authority He's seen it He knows what he's talking about And you can mm. trust that that's what it is mm. Now someone who hasn't seen something And they're trying to sell it to you And you interrogate and say "What scene is your favorite Um... What did you like about that scene? (laughs) What was the message in the movie? And now you don't know how to answer those questions because it's, I I can't tell you about something and endorse it, which I haven't experienced myself. That's important. That gives your brand credibility in the long run. People can chase the numbers in the short run to say, this is how many eyeballs have seen it. If you choose to go that way But in the long run You want to say Yo, this brand Truly stands for What they say they do And they deliver On that promise Mm -hmm. That's, I always think Our um, end objective That we want to achieve With Mm -hmm. anybody That we're engaged with And not just Mm -hmm. like An um situation (laughs)
0: So, Tseho Before we go to live, Do not sell things You have not seen (laughs) So a story (laughs) relayed By Oskido He says he was driving One day through Joburg Mm -hmm gets to the uh, the robot. A guy walks up to him with a worm of DVDs and CDs. He then says, Hotman, please buy, please buy. Osquito grabs this thing. It's got his name, but it's got someone else's face. Yo! He flips it. <laughs> he flips it. It's got all the tracks. He then says, hey, man, this Osquito's guy is a big guy. He's like, yeah, man, Hotman is a big guy. He always passes, yeah. And then he looks at him, and then he gives him the 10 rand, and then he goes off. So he says that he doesn't even know that I'm Mosquito. Right. So I think feeding back to what you said, a lot of us, if we do not really fully grasp the concept of marketing and PR and how to position our brands well, we'll be selling things that we truly don't even understand, sure. but sure. selling them purely on the premise of label. Sure. Mm. Your take?
4: On influencers.
0: Okay. <laughs> Because, so, I mean, I've got a lot to say about this influencer thing. Yeah. So, I also do. <laughs> yeah, I want to ask questions here. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I also have my views.
4: Um, The one thing is what we've seen is um the major thing with influencers, for me, has nothing to do really with how many followers you have. Mm. It's how people relate to you. Like for one campaign that we did for a shopping center, which is known for fashion, but the main market is from Mami Lodi. We didn't go with this celebrity mm. that they initially wanted. Mm. We went... With a guy from Mamelodi mm. who's famous in Mamelodi for what his fashion sense, yeah. and not mm. high-end fashion, he can take that label with the red cap and mix it mix up. And match the yes, and it looks amazing for a thousand rand his entire outfit. Mm. Why? Because that's what the market is looking for. Mm. So, for me, in terms of influencers, I see all these numbers that people throw around all mm. the, all the time, and I think. We miss the point of what the word influencer yeah. means, and we think celebrity or mm. someone who's seen in mass media rather than a person that is in a circle. It's like almost Scottani vibes. Mm. Not everyone can influence Scottani's, yeah, but true. if you're one and within yeah. the circle, you can influence Scottani's. Mm. So that's why we don't see that brand with the pop colored popcorn everywhere. Mm. Where does it talk to? Who does it talk to now? Mm. Scottanes, mm. so people say that brand is dead, but go to the Scotani market, you find it. Mm. So for me, influences has to be you have to find someone people can relate to, mm. in the circle that in which the product is sold in, and that's
2: it. Do you find also people like loosely use terms without understanding what it refers to? Because <laughs> in many cases it is like that. Mm. Like you say, you've you've you've. Um, explained it perfectly mm. Influence is in the space that you Can bring about a change mm. but some people mm. Just link it just to the numbers And they believe that that person is an influencer But they're not actually impactful In bringing about the change that they mm. Sort out to yeah. so I find that happens A lot in our space where people are Oh this is the cool word we're using and you just Slap it across any and everything And people are like mm, no mm. That's not actually what it means or how <laughs> it should apply yeah. And so you're not getting what You think you should because you're not
1: speaking the right language even to um explain the situation mm-hmm. i find that brands also they don't take initiative to know their market so let's say you are launching a product for um the rural market let's say mm-hmm. you you're launching a new tap for 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 example <laughs> and um you know that people in um Rural Eastern Cape or rural KZN would need mm-hmm. this product. And that is the people that you're trying to sell to. But you are thinking of your brand strategy. You are thinking of your uh, marketing strategy while you're here in Joburg, but you're not thinking of, and then you, 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 you're getting a, <clears throat> a Zizo, <clears throat> sorry, to go to the Eastern Cape to talk to those people. Yes, I'm very but relevant then, in the Eastern Cape. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just joking. Um, they be people that will not relate to Azizel yeah. in rural Eastern Cape because, one, firstly, they may not know her. Mm. And two, she may not understand our needs, needs and what's happening in our community. So if Bulelani comes and talks to us, who is Bulelani? Mm. Mm. You know, he's not part of us. So I think that brands need to take that a step further and say, let's actually go there and see what the situation is and then work on our marketing strategy based on what we saw. Mm. And that's the challenge that I'm seeing with a lot of brands. Mm-hmm. Knowing
3: the market. Well, our experience, you know, going back to exactly what you shared. I mean, just having to do in-store activations, road shows. Mm-hmm. yeah, roadshows. Whether we were in Polokwane, Gauteng, or Cape Town, the market is absolutely different. They are not the same. So you cannot take a cut and paste sure. and say, what I do here, I'm going to do there. I mean, we started going into Africa. And we went to Namibia. Right. And if you mm. think an MC on stage, I mean, Zizo was on stage and we were encouraging the girls. They didn't want anything for free. Right. They didn't want to receive anything. They were more of an introvert. So we had to have a different strategy. you know. So I agree with you. It's learning. Sure. Learning your market but then being authentic again to that market. Right. And coming back to from an influencer, I think people, the terminology Mm. a lot of people think influencer is celebrity doesn't necessarily Mm. have to be so we're all saying the same thing Mm. when we're talking about authenticity because be authentic to what is required for that product and that's who will influence it Mm. correctly I mean in a school it could be a prefect it could be the head girl Mm. of that space You know, um, in varsity, it could be the girl that's leading that was Miss Varsity, that Mm. has influence. You know, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. But in certain spaces, depending on the product, Mm. it could be a celebrity. Mm. So it's just knowing your why.
2: I think also just to elaborate on your point that you made, Seho, about um, how relevant you are in the space that you're trying to speak to often what we try and do is, especially if we're on road shows, is to engage local suppliers, local businesses, Always. because then you're uplifting that community you're not just bringing this brand and shoving it down their throats and walking away and you've got nothing to show for it empowering the businesses that are in the space that they can say, wow, this brand invested in us and so if I'm buying this thing I can get it from Auntie Tejo's shop And by that I'm lifting your business up Because then there's mm. real meaning And there's real impact And it's not just a conversation that was had For this day And that's the long and the short of it There's mm. there's um, legacy that you can kind of look mm, back yeah. And say this brand brought this
3: Or did this for this community So it's, yeah And then it's also about sharing. If you think about it, all the suppliers that we've engaged with, we've had them on our database. And it's also sharing our learnings and getting them up to speed Mm. that you don't have to give us a written invoice. How can we influence in order to get you a little computer? Digital. Can you give us an invoice via digital? How do we help grow you? Mm -hmm. It's about the teamwork. Mm -hmm. It's not self-centered as SMEs. How do we collaborate Mm -hmm. and how do we help others that are less fortunate than us in order for them to grow their business? And from a governance perspective, it just sits in line. Mm -hmm. It actually is. It gives you credit. Mm -hmm.
0: So the creative industry and the advertising industry, especially in this country, I don't know about other countries, Do you think there's been transformation that has happened in that space? Because I look at South Africa, man, and (laughs) I've worked with one or two agencies. I hope they're not listening because my work, my company does a lot of work with them. (laughs) Do you think there's transformation there? Or or rather, do you think that what can be done to activate the industry more? And to, I don't know.
3: Okay. I can only speak from Dandelion Bruce's space. And for me, I definitely saw the need. Exactly like you're sharing, how can there be growth, how can there be credibility? You know, the cream shouldn't be on the top, where a big agency, you know, sort of earns X amount. And when you look at the filter down as to who's actually doing the work, how much are you being compensated for Mm. your hard effort? Mm. And that's why at Dandelion Breeze, we shared, how do we take... Entrepreneurs where they can have a business within a business. So you do graphics and digital and you are from a PR background. You are fashion and trend. How do we bring you in where we all equally getting a piece of the pie? Mm. Because that is sustainable. Mm. You know, hard work together. You know, the overheads have to be minimal and how do we all pull together, go out it's teamwork to get the business, so the corporates need to see you as a strong entity, and then individually everybody is earning. Hmm. So I can—that's why I'm sharing. That's why from Dandelion Breeze, there's that platform with marketing and advertising where all the entrepreneurs work together as a team and earn equally.
0: Hmm. I like that,
4: Label. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> late last year, we were one of the agencies that were invited at the Advertising Association meeting, mm-hmm. and it was basically black agencies. Mm-hmm. And We were talking specifically about that. And one of the things that were spoken about was when we say transformation, what, what are the, what is the criteria in which mm-hmm. that we're using, and what are the objectives? Because, it's another word. It's another influencer mm-hmm. word. It's just throwing around what transform, mm. transformation, mm. transformation, but what does it really mean? And the one thing that came about what, what she just said now, it's about equal amounts of compensation. Mm-hmm. So not one agency is making more than the rest while you doing 90% of the work. Mm-hmm. It's sharing mm-hmm. it across mm-hmm. the board. And I'm not sure about other friends and whatnot mm, yeah. but the uh, the property groups that we've worked with are amazing when it comes to black agencies mm. the payment terms are the specific payment terms mm. for black agencies mm-hmm. you know um there's preferential procurement for black nice. agencies you know so you go in and you know and w- I think the other side of the coin is there isn't many black agencies that are reputable mm-hmm. that's my other yeah. view and I have to be honest with that. Mm. Because when you get to shopping centers, they're all like, ah, we've been looking for an agency. Mm. But everyone that has come in, a black agency, but everyone that has come in is not doing what, or does not give us what we really want. Mm. So I think we need to do more work ourselves mm. in training other black agencies to really be reputable in the industry and to create really good work. Mm. Um, so not from a political point of view, but what are we doing within our communities? You know, um, mm. It's amazing that we have the same business model. Lamok Group has seven businesses. I only own the agency. Mm. The other ones, I got one of my guys who was an illustrator, and he's amazing. I wanted to swear, but (laughs) I'm holding (laughs) (laughs) this. Swallow it. (laughs) But he's amazing. He's an amazing illustrator. And, you know, I I, I said then, I looked at him, I'm like, guy, your talent is going to waste. Start your own business. And it started within us. We'll grow it. Then when we get a job, we get a, so we're full service. Mm. When we get the job from the agency, from the from the shopping center, the des- the design is him, mm. and but we put give the client one invoice. Right. But yeah, when it's, it's paid, the split.
2: Yeah.
3: Hello, they split you our problem. brother. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Oh, wow. <laughs>
4: so you know, those are kind of things that I feel transformation has to start from, not yes. necessarily from a political perspective, because mm. that yeah. also has many yeah. issues in there.
2: I love also the point that you made about um, Making sure the credibility Is intact Yeah. because sometimes people Will do a little bit of experience in a space I oh, yeah, mean I know I've, I can do agency Work yeah. and then you get given the Contract because mm. someone wants to support Your business and you fall flat on your face mm-hmm. You you need to be able To collaborate with people whose strengths Will help you to achieve the objective mm. And if you don't know how you go Learn and if you don't know how you ask But you, you make sure that what you Say you are going to do you Deliver Because then you make it harder For the rest of us Who might come sure. in after you sure. And then they're like Aye right, but we tried The black agencies <laughs> And then yeah, 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 You saw flames Then we need to work 10 times harder Already we're working hard To catch up bruh. Yeah. Now it's like There's another <laughs> hurdle. You know what I mean That's That's in our In that's our true. way So if no, you say true. You can do something Make sure then that you it. Really know What yeah. you're talking about sure. yeah. And not close yeah. the door Behind you For the rest of us Who'd like to get a chance
0: so I mean, what are some of the important nuggets that we could leave an SME with? Because when SMEs think PR, they think, yo, ten thousand a month. When they think marketing or <laughs> yeah. advertising, they're thinking one million. Where am I going to get
2: the money to put so... an advert between
0: generations? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so So I just think from everyone in the room, you know, um, what 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 are the tips, you know?
3: Well I would say how do you eat an elephant? I have this in the office all the time. Bite sized chunks. <laughs> yeah. You know, slowly, you mm. know, have a plan, know where you're going, align yourself with like minded people, mm. partnerships, delays, certainly not denial, yeah. and just keep getting up, dusting yourself and learning and having that positive attitude of togetherness. Mm. Because it's when two or more are gathered, he's in the midst. Yeah. You know, and we so, can keep going. Sure.
0: So. I love
3: Medina yeah, sure. She's a bomb, right?
0: <laughs> the bomb no, bomb no, you can't have her She's
3: mine
0: <laughs> We'll talk after the show, Medina <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, brother? Um, okay. So what I learned from
4: the previous agents I used to work for That's the borderline of what I started with mm. um, Because they wanted to own everything They had all these services in one thing mm. So when you speak to one client, they know them for brand activation. Speak to another one, they know for, them for design, brand branding, manufacturing, and stuff like that. And it was it 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 dawned on me that it is one company. That is essentially a marketing company, but mm. their brand is all over the place. And I think that's what you said with a mechanic that can own, fix his own car. Mm. And so when we started the, my own agency, the first thing I did was, what what is our key thing? What are we going to be known for? And I shared this on my Facebook page a few days ago. Mm. And I was saying, you know, when you develop your mission or your the branding strategy for your business, ask this question. If you're going to be featured in Forbes Africa in 10 years, mm. what would be the headline? Stunning. Mm. That headline mm. is what your brand would need to be standing for. Mm. And so that's why we went to Township and PR for me is the best. Mm. I'm not in PR. Thank you. But <laughs> PR is the best. Because last year we we invested a lot of money in, mm. in PR, you know. And obviously, we have shareholders and they're looking at this thing. It doesn't like you say, it's a big elephant. Mm. Um, you De- um, delays not denial mm. so for the first six months you're like well, what, are we, what are we paying for mm. <laughs> we're not seeing this thing but it took <coughs> one interview on a national radio station oh, yeah. that's when we've landed okay the property group and that's from amazing. there our, our revenues and our turnover has quadrupled literally mm-hmm. overnight with one interview you know so it doesn't it's not a quick fix mm. it's not forex trading D Uh, I think
2: I can sum it up in one sentence You can't get away from the hard work Put in the hours Put in the hours Yeah Just in collaboration with all that they've said Put in the hours
1: No, I I would just say Know your brand Know your worth Know yourself
0: Nah, man, I think for me, in closing, get things done, put in the hours, an amazing show. Wow. It's a big show this week. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this, yo, is this an hour? When are you having
2: us back? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, nah, guys, thank you so much for coming through. Join us again next week, Wednesday, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock with my boy, Tebo Homa Fordi and Teho Kekan. Teho Kekan.
1: Yes. Oh, I I thought it changed. I don't know. I don't know. I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) Next week, we're having fun. I'm so happy. God bless you. Have a great week. Hustle. 360 biz on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com.